This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Lots to talk about and not a lot of time to do it. Gordon and I will break down some baseball, football, and some TV stuff. That's next on ESPN New York Tonight. Join us quickly at 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter at Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM at Gordon Damer. We're here until, yeah, midnight. Then it's Freddie Fitzsimmons on 98.7 ESPN. Hello, Brian the Brain. Hello, Jake the Snake. Hello, Gordon Damer. Larry, what's going on, my friend? This is a quick show, my friend. We have a lot to talk about, but let me just say this. I have thoroughly enjoyed watching Monday Night Football with the Mannings. Really? Okay. I have enjoyed it. I was on it for a little while, and then when Peyton, I think it was Peyton, had the fire alarm going, I said, I can't (laughs) listen to this anymore, so I had to change the channel. Did they eventually get the fire alarm turned off at least? Yes, they eventually got the fire alarm turned off. But here's what I enjoyed about it, Gordon. I enjoy, and and I've I've been fortunate enough to do this throughout my career, a couple Mm -hmm. of occasions, watching games or game film with players. Or former right. players. And it's a lot of fun because you start to see the game so much differently mm-hmm. because you're watching it through their eyes. So I enjoyed that. Plus, just a little back and forth brotherly picking on. Yes, that's always fun. Oh, and they're good together, that. obviously. I do feel like he could have – I feel like they both could have used like a point guy, you know, yeah, kind of yeah. setting them up, mm-hmm. not getting in the way and letting them go when they want to go. But, look, it's the first time mm-hmm. I'm sure uh, that it'll, uh, you know, evolve as we go. But, yeah, absolutely, a fun, different kind of broadcast. So, um, and, and those two guys together are always good. And they had Barkley on. I saw yeah. Ray Lewis was there with mm-hmm. them. So I didn't see the Kelsey segment, but uh, very good. very little of it. Yeah, Kelsey segment was good. I mean, listen, I had the chance to watch everything. What was I going to do, watch the Mets lose 7-0? <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to do? I'm, I'm sitting there, and uh, you know, I don't know if it it obviously rained in Queens, but yes. uh, it's pouring, and of course, with the direct TV, I can't watch anything. Mm. And then finally, it kind of comes back on, and the Met game is still going. I'm saying, wait a second, they're playing through the rain that I can't yes. watch the TV during the rain, the same rain. So Very odd. Here's my suggestion to you: mm-hmm. direct TV streaming. <laughs> you know what? I tried that a couple of years ago. I don't know if they're a sponsor of the station, so I'll just leave it there. It mm-hmm. was not. Uh, it was not ideal. Okay, because I, I I figured through streaming the rain won't bother it. Right. Well, you know, a lot of technology has changed in the five years since I last tried it, so maybe it's better now. But uh, I remember when I tried it a few years back. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, it wasn't ideal. that great. Yeah, no, it was I know. Not ideal. I hear you. So. Uh, Gordon, quickly, we'll talk football after the break, and we'll get to your calls as quickly as possible at 1-800-919-3776. But since baseball is the topic of the day, it's the most recent thing, first of all, you know, I give your team credit, and here's why. They played, they say three hours. Gordon, that game last night was seven hours and 23 minutes. I don't care what anybody (laughs) tells you. even longer than that. (laughs) You know, I was wondering if they, I was wondering if they were just going to have like a day-night doubleheader and from last night go to the Yankee game today, like the second game of a doubleheader and play seven innings. But nevertheless, and by the way, Baltimore and the Raiders tied at 17, 618 left in the fourth. Uh, give, Give that team, give your team credit. Having played as late as they played last night, a horrible loss. 
Horrible loss. Terrible. Then to get the start that you got down five nothing, four nothing in the first inning, then down five nothing. For you to find a way to fight back in that game and ultimately win it in extras, that's a big win, Gordon. That's a big win. Well, look, it's only a big win if it leads to uh, some sort of turnaround here. I, I think to me, I, I get what you're saying, you know, to come back from 5 nothing down, the short turnaround, to me that was the power of the Twins. I mean, the, mm. the Minnesota Twins, they changed the players, they changed the manager, and, and they cannot seem to ever beat the Yankees. And even with a 5 nothing lead today against a team that lost a series to the Orioles, lost a series to the Mets, and got swept by the Blue Jays, the Twins did not even get a win in that situation. So hopefully it means something moving forward. I'm not getting my hopes up. I feel I like you. this team seems like, you know, the cracks have been there for a while, and now it's finally broken through, and, and they're just kind of out of gas. But we'll see. Stranger things have happened. There's certainly been plenty of twists and turns along the way. Well, at least they're hanging in. You know, so as long as, you know, at least, they, at least they're finding some ways to win. Now the interesting thing is going to be, oh, here come the Orioles again, whom, you know, you've had some struggles with this year, which is ironic because you normally kill them. Well, everybody kills them. They're 50 games under 500, Larry. Yeah. Everybody's supposed to kill the Orioles. So uh, certainly the, Blue J- the, uh, the Rays have, the Blue Jays have. I'm pretty sure the Red Sox have. So uh, if the Yankees, I mean, if they're ever going to get it going here, if there's ever going to be another streak, a good streak for a change here after the way that they have played, uh, you, you know, long way to go and a short time to get there. Half a game back of the Red Sox. Uh, I think they're tied in the loss column. So, yeah, I mean, this is, this is the kind of team that you're supposed to have. If you can't beat the Orioles, you yeah. don't deserve to go to the playoffs. You're right. thousand percent right. Now, on the other side, the Mets are facing a Cardinal team that's battling for the wild card, lose the first game, and then the Phillies this weekend. So this is a very important stretch for a team, Gordon, that, you know. Is it, though? Is it, though? Come on, honestly, Larry, is it? It it is for them. For the Mets? Yeah. If they have any hope, Gordon, they have to do something in these games. Well, look, if they have any hope, I mean, they can have hope. I mean, they're under five hundred. I know. We're under 500. I mean, you can't talk about playoffs until you get, you know, a few. I would say a couple again, but at least get to 500 and stay there for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, 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 ever since the the stretch against the Dodgers and the Giants, I thought it was kind told of told you everything there. you need to know. Yeah, that told you all you need to know. Um, they're not a good team. That's really what it comes down to. They're, the, the things that they had going for them, they were in a division where nobody seemed to play as well as they did. Eventually, that changed, and the one guy that they had that you could say, "Oh, this guy is just this guy's having just an incredible all-time season." He went down in July, and it doesn't seem like he's coming back anytime soon. And if Mm-mm. he does come back at all, so I mean, uh, I think it's probably over for them. I don't think that the Phillies are really contenders either. I, no. I think that it's it's the, it's the Braves, and yeah. uh, we'll see what happens with the wild card in the National League, which actually is kind of fascinating between the it Padres is. and the Reds. Um, but uh, and maybe the Cardinals can hang in there. And maybe uh, the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, for the Mets, I, I just – even losing when the Yankees were losing and, 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 and you know, you hear from Mets fans in your life, I'm thinking to myself, guys, I mean, look, if, you, if that helps you for a day to feel better about the – the Yankees stink. And, and beating them two out of three, I don't know that it necessarily changes the, uh, the outlook any. No, it doesn't. But I mean, just for if you're if you're one of those hopelessly 
uh, optimistic Met fans who really just wait, you know, we got a shot, we have an outside shot, you know, I'm going to hang in there. Yeah, that's what you say. But Gordon, I told you. Oh, no, you've been, ago. you've been on, I mean, you were on this way before I was on it. That's why months I was saying, ago. is it really, uh, you know, is there anything yeah. really left? Months. I don't think so. Yeah, no, this is, this is going to be a tough stretch for them. And listen, you know what? It means they're going to have to go back to the drawing board and change some things on this team. Absolutely. They, they're, they're going to have to. And you know what? They need to make some decisions. I know that Gleyber Torres is now your second baseman, but the Mets are also going to have to make some decisions defensively because I'm telling you, Gordon, I, Jeff McNeil doesn't even look like he belongs in left field. And it's nothing. It's not how he's playing it or anything. He just, he just doesn't look right out there. Yeah, and I thought that this would be a big year for him. You know, back at second base, cleared out. You know, he can yeah. have his natural position. That's where he should have been playing all this time. But, yep. of course, Cano was there. So I thought that this was going to be a big season for him. Clearly, it has not been. There's a lot no. of culprits for that offense. And you take a look tonight. Now, what do they have? Runners at the corners. The big guys coming up, unable to score, unable mm-hmm. to have any situational hitting whatsoever. So um, Bases yeah, loaded, I mean, McNeil struck out. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, uh, the, the Mets have a ton of questions. I think that really it probably starts in the front offense, getting that cleared away, mm-hmm. but there's no shortage of questions for the Yankees and the Mets. I mean, yeah. you get to this offseason, both teams, if it, if it lines up, even if the Yankees make the playoffs, which I don't think that they will, but let's mm-hmm. say they do, mm-hmm. um, there are going to be no short. I mean, what are you doing at first base? What are you yeah. doing with Glaber? You know, what are you doing with the pitching staff? What's the payroll? I mean, the bullpen has been a disaster. The pitching hmm. staff has, has had cracks now, it held up for a little while. The offense has been terrible all season long. So there's no shortage of questions for either team. No shortage of questions, that's for sure. 1-800-919-3776. Gordon, when we return, I want to begin because we just finished inside the Jets. So I'm going to begin with the New York Giants. And I got to tell you, I was, I was a little, I was shocked, not shocked. I was disappointed and surprised at how they played yesterday. The defense especially. I was a little surprised at that defense, uh, the way they just couldn't do anything with Teddy Bridgewater. Now, look, we talked about Teddy Bridgewater on Thursday. Solid quarterback, you know, doesn't make mistakes, doesn't turn the football over. But, Gordon, he made them – he just picked them apart in a lot of situations. He looked Uh, like the third Manning brother. I'm waiting for him to join the broadcast. (laughs) He looked really good. He looked really, really good. And I know this is, I know I'm going to pick on the one thing, but Gordon, after three years, Daniel Jones, can you hold on to the football? Can you hold on to the football? And there was something about that play, which might be the most alarming thing of the whole bunch. So we'll get into that too. Ooh, what a tease. Gordon will explain what that is next on 98.7 ESPN. There's certain guys that have been drafted. Mitch Trubisky comes to mind mostly, but Carson Wentz as well. These high-functioning, really smart, but very desperate to please, and very much like, I want to be perfect. And what happens is you get overwrought, and you try to do too much, and inevitably, when especially when you're young, that's when the ball's on the ground. And it was Brett Favre that taught me, like, bro, don't worry about it. Like, it's not as complicated as you're making it. It's not as difficult as you're making it. And I'm worried that Daniel's in that, hopefully this year, that changes for him. I don't want this to be who he is, but it's the thing that I was concerned about the first couple of years, and obviously yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, you don't like what you see. Steve Young on the Michael K. Show earlier today on 98.7 ESPN, Hornstein Damon till midnight, 24 apiece with 335 left in regulation. Gordon, all right, pay off that tease. To me, the thing about the Daniel Jones fumble was he was not being careless with the football. 
both of his arms are wrapped around the football, and he still fumbled the football somehow. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, that's incredible. You know, sometimes fumbles happen, and I think that there is some bad luck, you know, with the way their offensive line is. You get hit from behind. You get hit. You don't see it coming. Okay, mm-hmm. those are things you obviously have to correct. You can't allow them. But that would be understandable, if not excusable. But for him to be running, have both arms around the football, and it still comes out? Yeah. Wow. It's not good. No. Not what you want. No, not what you want. <laughs> and now, what is it, 40 turnovers? Yes. I think it's yes. – it, I don't know how many how many fumbles it is, but, I mean, it's unbelievable. And he loses turnovers. He never gets them back. It's like no. He almost never gets the fumbles and, back. And he that's, away. that's unusual, right? Like, yes. there's some – you should – like, turnover luck sometimes from year to year, that, that can flip. It's, it's a very uh, unreliable thing from year to year. With him, it's reliable. Mm-hmm. He loses them. He doesn't get them back. He does not – and he's and, consistent. And, and he's very fortunate – I know that there's so many things to go through with the Giant game that he didn't yeah. have more turnovers than that. It's true. He threw in some coverages that he got lucky oh, with. Oh, that, that last drive, it, it was, seemed like he could have got picked off at late, at least two more times. Exactly. Exactly. And the other alarming thing, Gordon, he was the leading rusher. Yeah, they were. I mean, they were an absolute mess. And it's maybe it's just as well they have a short week because yesterday was a long day, man. That, that game, it felt like it went on forever. The Giants could not get off the the field on third down. The defense, uh, I mean, they got picked apart by the Broncos, who I didn't think that they were going to be any great shakes in terms of offense. Watching them against the Giants, you'd think that they were the greatest show on turf. I mean, they were up and down the field, did whatever they want, and really could have scored more points, right? Like, they had the fumble on the sideline that the Giants got, which I don't know that it was the right call. I'm glad that they stuck with what the original call was because there was not enough evidence to overturn it, but that Mm -hmm. play could have went either way. If the Broncos hold on to the ball there, and then there was the play the kid Hamlin, or Hamler, whatever his name is, wide open, just drops a touchdown in the end zone. Yep. So as bad and as ugly as it was, it could have been a whole lot worse. And it's going to be misleading because, you know, the Giants were able to get some more plays late in the game. But Gordon, Denver ran 66 plays. Oh, I mean, it, they were the on the field. The defense was on the field forever. There was a stretch between the second and third quarter where I think that they were, in terms of real time, they were on the field for an hour. Yeah, exactly. I mean, an hour. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. So, yeah, I mean, as bad as the, the offense looked, I think that the more glaring concern has to be the defense. Yeah, that's true because, I listen, I thought this defense was going to be pretty good. Yeah, I, I think really that they did. are. I think that they are. Um, and it would be one thing as well if, like, the defense broke down in the fourth quarter, right? Like, mm-hmm. the offense didn't do anything right. all day, and the defense just, you know, they eventually got exhausted. Yeah. That was not the case. Nope. I mean, the Broncos were doing pre- pretty much whatever they wanted. In the, again, it was the second and third quarter. I said that they were on the field for, like, an hour. So, That's right. um, yeah, that was – I mean, if that goes sideways, oh, boy. forget. I mean, wow, this could be – this could be really bad. Now, look. Could be really bad, yeah. Overreaction is always a thing in week one of the NFL sure. season. Mm-hmm. Giants were underdogs, so uh, maybe maybe you factor that into it. And maybe, you know, if you can get a win against Washington and you have Atlanta, in a couple of weeks things can feel a whole lot different. But you know how we've talked about how with the Giants it seems like there's two camps. There's the camp of this is going to be the year where there's pretty big improvement in terms of the organization. And then there's the camp of, no, this is going to be more of the same. 
mm-hmm. the more of the same crowd grew <laughs> on yeah, Sunday. They did. More people swung that way. And left. Yeah. <laughs> and I, left and, the park And, and who could blame them, right? <laughs> it was bad. It really was bad. Let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Buddha's in the Bronx. He starts us off on ESPN New York tonight. What's up, Buddha? Hey, what's going on, fam? How you doing tonight, guys? Buddha. I'm doing great, man. What's happening? Listen, listen I just did 58 minutes on that treadmill <laughs> with Whoa. a smile, contrary to what your guys' assessment was the other day. Oh, you were smiling miles. on the treadmill. I was smiling, but I'm smiling even more after I reversed the polarity. With a oh, 750 God. ml of um, Johnny Black and some handicap oh. hot rods. Oh, <laughs> well, now is this before or after you did the trip? Because you might have did it before the treadmill, which is why you were smiling. No, 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 it's after. It's after. <laughs> okay. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, yeah, I love y'all so much, and I miss y'all, man. When y'all not on the radio, man, let me tell you Appreciate something. Appreciate you. Three, 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 three quick points with the Jets. You know. First point is you got to like the coaching staff as opposed to what we've had there, especially for the last two years. There were halftime adjustments. There was a double tight end set. There was a tight end always on the field afterwards. And if you saw Wilson did better with that. I'm wondering if they're going to go to the full San Francisco thing and put their H back in the field. I would not be mad with that. Um, questions, you know, questions, questions about the quarterback that I had, you know, coming in, I like the quarterback. I like him a lot. You know, um, the arm talent, but the toughness and also the resiliency to come back in the second half and play better. I enjoyed that. And for Tiki Barber with his clown behind, sitting there trying to stir up the pot with his devices behind, talking about how great Sam Darnold played, let's cut it out. Sam Darnold had one touchdown, and Christian McCaffrey was doing all the heavy lifting. You know, he missed receivers again. I'm not mad he's gone because if he'd have been here, it would have been a 7-9, and we would have never got the chance to draft um, Wilson. But I will say this with Wilson. When I looked at Fields, you know, I, you know, I love my man Fields. I got the man crush on that boy. There were a couple of plays there, you know, when Wilson was under duress where I would have thought that a guy like Fields would have been able to make a, you know, a move or two here or there. Mm-hmm. But I like Wilson a lot. I like him a lot. He's tough. He's cool. He's got swag, and he's definitely got the arm talent. So I can't complain about that. But the third point is the point that's, that's troubling me. This is the last point, and it really is just a question to both of you guys. And just to see if you've seen what I've seen, heard what I've heard, or agree with what I've, uh, my assessment of. You know, I heard all day about how the Jets offensive line was a sieve. I heard all day about how the wide receivers could have made some plays, could have done some things different, you know, for their quarterback. And then I've also heard that – um you know, the defense played well, but they broke down and they gave up a few plays here and there, and they had the Jets were bored of a pass rush. And I posed the question to you, because both of you guys are the kind of people that will answer a question honestly and purely and not get caught up in other foolishness that we are allegiance to this guy and everything. Like, it, it has to stop now. For The feather in the cap is for the quarterback. The feather in the cap is for the coach. Besides that, Mr. Joe Douglas... You traded back. You acquired picks. How am I supposed to trust you when the picks are? I got to hear from about Denzel Mims how he can only run these routes and he can only play this play. There were other wide receivers. You traded back for this dude, Jabari Zuniga. Listen, I've accepted he's not going to be a player. Um, Makai Beckton, big boy. My wife. You know what my wife said to me? She said he's really big, but he looks kind of slow. 
These are the things that an average fan can see. Besides all of that stuff, when are we going to get an A-lister because you cannot build your team solely with the draft? When are we going to get an A-list free agent at the cornerback spot, at the pass rusher spot, at the offensive tackle spot, and secondarily, the running back spot, i.e. Latavius Murray, who was out there? When? We can't keep talking about next year. When? Well, Love Buddha, you guys, man. Yeah, same here, Buddha. Thanks for the call. Um, several things. First of all, let's be honest. So far... You know, Becton is up in the air. His availability has been questionable. He had a very bad camp from where we heard. People were going by him. So he needs either he needs more footwork work or he needs to drop some of that weight, Gordon, and do some do some other things. I heard uh, Bart Scart yesterday talk about the zone blocking as opposed to man blocking and how, you know, sometimes linemen get that. Look, they have to work on him and get him squared away. Here's the bottom line. For this Jet team this year, is really, really all about Zach Wilson. That's what this year is about. Totally. It's about Zach Wilson. Do they need to evaluate their talent? Yes. Maybe this coaching staff can do some things with some players. Gordon, we talked about what, you know, um, Tom Thibodeau was able to do with some of the players on the next that we saw with a different coach. They were different players like Julius Randle, different player. So maybe with Sal and his coaching staff, these players can be coached up. You still need the draft because the draft is the basis for what you build your team on. You, you, you sprinkle in the free agents for where you need them. Yes, you need a free agent tackle. Yes, you need a, free, a home run hitting running back. Yeah, you still have some needs. But this is really, once again, Gordon, kind of like the Knicks, this is year one. This is them building, trying to build this team up. And so, yeah, there's, there's some questions on the draft. There always is. <laughs> Guys that look good, sometimes they, they don't fit the program. It happens. So I'm not ready to eviscerate Joe Douglas yet. I'm willing to give him a little more time to see what this coaching staff can do with some of these players. And the better the players get, then the more attraction you'll have of free agents. I will say I went into that game looking for the quarterback and it really became to me almost impossible to evaluate the quarterback because the Jets offensive line was that putrid. Like you take all the units between the Jets and the Giants, as bad as the Giants' defense was, as bad as the Jets, uh, the Giants' offense was, the worst unit between either team yesterday was the Jets' offensive line. It was that bad, and it's great that Wilson was able to show you know guts and toughness. They, if they don't play better than that, they will get him killed this year. He will not last the season. No one would last the season getting hit as hard as he was getting hit yesterday. So, um, to me, the evaluation of the quarterback almost has to be put on hold until you can get something squared away with this offensive line. And I know Buddha says this a lot, and, and I have to agree with them. We kill, we crush Dave Gettleman on the offensive line of the Giants because of all the resources spent in that area. Think about all the resources the Jets have spent on the offensive line here over the last few years with Joe Douglas. And Mekhi Becton was supposed to be the one that, that he nailed, right? And now yeah. this is a second year where we're talking about injury stuff. He's a big man. Um, I don't know that he can, you know, dropping weight for him. I don't know that he can just be any kind of offensive line. Maybe he can only be one style of offensive lineman. So, uh, again, it's overreaction day, right? Week one, everybody gets everything all blown up. And maybe 
by week four, the Jets offensive line will gel some and will look better. It can't look any worse than that. I mean, I thought that they were as be- Sam Darnold had to be standing on the other sideline saying to himself, oh, my God, it's almost like it's gotten worse. So I thought that their offensive line was terrible yesterday. Uh, and I do agree that uh, Sam Darnold, I don't think he looked that great. The numbers look great, but he was yeah. not that great. And no. if this was last year, that game yesterday, the, the one thing that I would say for Wilson is that game yesterday at 16 nothing. if this were last year, it would have ended 35-3. So that's yeah. the one good thing that you have. You know, they did make some plays, uh, but they have to get that offensive line squared away a whole lot better than that. And that's why, and that's why you saw the difference in the second half because they put a tight end on the on the end of the line. Yeah, they better put a tight end, a fullback, a, <laughs> you know, a couple that's extra what they guys did. out there. You know, yeah. so and and listen, that and the line hasn't played. Listen, it's it's a it's a line in progress. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Anyway, anyway, and they haven't played. No, I mean Tucker played didn't play the preseason at all. So you know, there's a lot of things that they have to get going with that line. They have a lot of work to do. There's no question about it. And six sacks. That, that's. <laughs> yeah, and he was and he was getting hit hard, man. And he even running. when he even when he wasn't getting hit, you know, even when he wasn't getting sacked, he was still getting hit. He was yes. still getting hurried. And yes. this is Joe Douglas's offensive line, so th- there's yeah, no, uh, you know, he he went out and he he drafted Beckton. He uh, he he moved up for Tucker. Uh, McGovern's his guy. You know, they went out and got Morgan Moses in the off. I mean, they've done a lot of stuff to improve this offensive line, and that's great. Mm-hmm. And you would think that Joe Douglas, if he has an area of expertise, it would be the offensive line. You would think, but that has not that has not <laughs> that has not shown itself so far. We head to overtime, Gordon. Twenty-seven apiece on the field goal by the Raiders with two seconds left. So, bonus Monday, bonus Peyton and Eli. <laughs> there you go. They didn't know that they're they're getting up and they're gonna, wait. No extra. I'm not doing extra. <laughs> That's right. Russell Wilson, you're gonna do this on your own, friend. We're off. We, we, we only do we only do regulation. There's nothing in our contract. Call Barkley back up. He can he'll he'll speak for another ten minutes. That's for sure. Augustine and Damer till midnight on 987 ESPN, one 800 919 Going back to the phones, we go. Bruce is in flushing. He's next on 987. Hey Bruce. Hey guys, um, Larry. You know the um, Michael K show. They have go back to Yankee time and the Yankee history. This day in Yankee history. Yes, this day in Yankee well, history. Yes. Yes. Well, I think from from now for the next twenty thirty years, this day is going to be remembered as the day Brian Cashman said, "Okay, Yankee fans, you're right. I was wrong." Oh, by, by moving uh, Torres the second. Yes. So does that mean you're in the market? So Bruce, does that mean you're in the market for a big time free agent shortstop? Well, that leads me into my second point: is that I don't know if we need a big time shortstop. Here's the thing: Aaron Judge has proved in this pennant race that, and he's doing the Reggie Jackson moves. He's telling the, boy, the team, "Okay, boys, jump on my back. I'm taking you through," and he's gotten crucial hits. Home run after home run, just the way Reggie did. So to me, he's proved to me he deserves a big time contract. Now, if you pay Aaron Judge, and if you pay, and and you already got Stanton, can you afford a, a big time contract shortstop, or do you go with Peraza? The, the Yankees have two shortstops in the minors right now: Peraza and Volpe. Plus, he always got the kid from the Bronx he can always plug in. 
is the is House Steinbrenner going to be the big time contract to judge? Plus, he got uh, the picture he oh. just gave three hundred million dollars to, mm-hmm. or does he say, "I'll give the money to judge and save money on the shortstop since we got kids coming up"? I have no idea. What do you think? I'll, I'll yield to million, I mean, that's the big question. <laughs> I mean, that's the question I'm asking. Is this is this year getting under the luxury tax threshold just resetting all the penalties, or is this now the new normal? No, I think they're resetting penalties. I don't think I they'll so. do this again. I, don't I hope think so. so. I, although I would think so too, but when you're watching what the Rays are doing with the way that they're able to do you know, what, what they spend money on, um, I could understand to a certain degree how saying, wait a second, why, why, why do we have to spend $250 million when they're spending, you know, whatever it is, $60, 70000000 million, and they're beating our brains in at every turn? Because you don't have the structure that they have. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree <laughs> with you. The, the Yankees' advantage is their money, and they should be yeah, using every exactly. advantage. But I'm putting myself in house shoes mm-hmm. and saying, wait a second, you know, why? Why do we have to do? You know. Well, here's the other thing, Gordon, and and because even though it's Hal, his last name is Steinbrenner. Yeah, I don't know, um, man. More I, people. I, he it, knows that people aren't going to come to the stadium, Gordon, if he puts an inferior product on the field, and that's yeah, his advantage. I mean, they came this year, right? I mean, they didn't go out and make any, you know, big splashes. In, well, they in came the this year because they were so happy to get back in the stadium from right. not being there last year. Yeah. So this know. is kind of a weird year. I, to I hope read. you're right. I agree with you, but this is kind of a weird year to read. I just think that, first of all, I think Judge is giving you the answer, right, that he can play a lot in the season, and he has produced. So, you know, you, you kind of saw you had maybe some questions. I don't know what that means as far as how big a contract he's going to get. But, Gordon, you have to take care of him. He's one of your own. Absolutely. But the question was never about production. The question was, is he going to play? You know, yeah. and and if you don't have to, they don't have to make a decision this offseason. No, absolutely they have until not. after next offseason. Yeah, so I would think time. if they're smart, they probably would wait until next offseason because what's the downside of that? You wait until next offseason, either A, he goes out and gets hurt again and you save yourself some money if you want to bring it back or whatever, or you turn the page. Mm-hmm. Or if he goes out next year and has another monster year, well, you're the Yankees. You yeah, can afford pay to pay him whatever you, you want to pay him. Absolutely. So, uh, I, I'm just interested, and that's the question I've been asking for a while, is this, is this the year where this is going to be the new normal, or is this just kind of resetting the, the luxury? Because in terms of like what money is coming off, so what they can go, they don't really have that much money coming off. Yeah. I mean, they got Kluber's deal coming off, and, and look, they're always, they're always active. But if, if they are going to stay under the two, I mean, they don't really have that much maneuverability under that. I mean, they got a, they got six or seven guys who are making significant money and then a bunch of guys who are not making a lot of money. Wow, what a play for the touchdown. You'll see it in a second, Gordon, maybe. Um, no, you know what? I moved the TV into the other room because I was you. watching the, the, all the games yesterday and oh, I did not move okay. the TV back to this room. Oh, because I figured it looked like the Ravens were going to roll. Yeah. Uh, well, no, they didn't. That did the not. Raiders went in overtime. Wow. Touchdown. There on, were a on, lot of on people the, on the Ravens today because the Ravens usually week one they are mm-hmm. uh, they can you know they can not just win but they roll up points and that is a very disappointing loss. I'll have to go back and watch it afterwards. Carr with a touchdown to Edwards. They all out blitz. He rolled. Carr rolled to his right, threw the ball downfield, and. The receiver came back to the football, and then the the defender wasn't in the position to tackle him. He passed him, goes upfield, falls, boom, touchdown. 
I know it won't feel this way for Jets and Giant fans, but what a great week one in the NFL. I mean, there were some really good games. Uh, the Obviously, the, the, the Browns and the Chiefs game was sensational. Was this game oh, was, was sensational. Game. The Bucks game was sensational against Green the Bay. Cowboys. Green Bay. Well, not so, not so much for Green Bay, <laughs> but, uh, you know. The Chargers game was pretty Relax. exciting. You know, it the was. Bengals, the Bengals and Vikings game was exciting. How about that? How about them yeah. beating them in overtime? That was A lot crazy. of exciting week one games. It sure was. It sure was. It's the final countdown. Hard to see it, David. So midnight, then it's Freddie Fitzsimmons on 98.7 ESPN. So, Gordon, I got to tell you this, and I know yeah. you have a fabulous stat for me. I was in error. I thought the game was over. Everyone but did. Up, upon further review, he was not down. So he was down and did not make the end, did not get into the end zone. So they replay it. False start. <laughs> <laughs> Incomplete pass. Interception. Oh, my God. Can you <laughs> now, imagine losing? Now the, the Ravens I mean, have it. The Raiders players <laughs> apparently were on the field with their helmets on. Yes, I mean, it was, it was over. over. Wow. This would it be just over. an all-time disaster. Oh. And um, if you have the Raiders on the money line right now, oh. you must just be sick. Oh. I mean, there's people right now that turn that game off thinking they won. Yeah, it's done. yeah I know. I know. Oh, my God. I know. This is a promo code that's unbelievable. Oof. Man, I, I, I would just not be uh, – you would not be able to talk to me if I had this game. Oh, my Lord. That would be disastrous. All right, so I got two amazing stats for you. Go. The first one, Patrick Mahomes oh. is now in the month of September 11-0 and with mm-hmm. 35 touchdowns and no interceptions. That's unbelievable. Is that incredible? That's unbelievable. 35 and 0 and 11 and I mean that is just uh, absolutely amazing. And then the other one I saw since 2017, mm-hmm. all but one NFL team has had a winning record at one point during the season. Like over those 4 years, every mm-hmm. team has had a a winning record at some point. There's one exception, the New York Giants. Oh, wow. They're the only team that has not had a winning record at any point during any and, and look wow. they lose they lose the first game of the season every single year I think it was ten of eleven or something ridiculous right. like that yeah uh, boy this it, it it could not really have gone any war outside of maybe injury um, I guess the offensive line wasn't as horrendous as maybe people were expecting as it wasn't as horrendous as I thought but that mm-hmm. kind of makes it worse yeah. In some ways, like the offensive line was okay, and you still stunk. I mean, they were atrocious. They were so, bad. Yeah, they were did. bad. They really Quick were. turnaround, probably just as well. Yeah, and 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 now they face a quarterback. Now they don't have to face Fitzpatrick, who's done for at least what six to eight weeks. Yeah, I mean, I always felt like that was a weird sign. Like everybody yeah. was 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 cheering that signing. I'm thinking to myself, oh, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick's a little older. He's never yeah. led a team to the playoffs. Relying on him, that's the move. And in a year where it seemed like quarterbacks were available left and right, they jumped on that as being their move. And now. Mm-hmm. I kind of wonder, do you go out and do you bring Cam in? Cam yeah, Newton? I think you do. I would. I, I, I don't think look. you can rely on Tyler Hanky or no. Taylor Hank or whatever his name is. <laughs> Taylor if, you could, if you can't go, if Cam is not going to get the opportunity with a coach that he used to play for, Who's I think give it's him pretty clear he's not going to get another opportunity. No, I agree with you. I agree. It's not going to happen. 
It's not going to happen. I just got to tell you before we get to the calls, Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> if Peyton Manning was quarterbacking the Raiders, he would have hit a couple of the linemen for jumping <laughs> off sides already. They would be – he would after this game, they would be back out on the field practicing. <laughs> How did – move on his snap count and his cadence. He even seems like he's ticked off during the broadcast when, when linemen screw something up. So, yeah, yep. that's crazy. Chris is in Manhattan. Hey, Chris, you're next on 98.7 ESPN. Good evening, gentlemen. How's everything? Good. What's going on? Can you hear me? Yep, yeah, I got, got you, Chris. Um, it, 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 honestly, I don't even know what to say because I'm watching what a game that I thought was over and – Gordon, you're correct. I mean, if I had money on this game, oh, I wouldn't. Have, no, no, you would have seen that there, there would have been a TV flying off of a terrace right about now. This is <laughs> yeah. this is unbelievable. Um, it's messed up every point that I had on my mind. Monday Night Football. Um, yeah. All right, let me let, let's uh, quickly. Um, did he just, I guess going into did Jackson just in, into the, He looks not. <laughs> yeah, you see. Yeah, he looks face. Oh, oh no, he's should he's I just okay. hang up? He just fumbled. Should I just hang up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing right now. This is crazy. Um, all right, guys. Um, I'm going to say this. Um, I think Jets made the right decision at quarterback. I'm say that short and sweet. I don't think I have to worry about the quarterback position, um, except for health. Yeah, well, well I, that's I a mean, big word. Let's not, Injury, let's not now, start now, now, getting carried away. I mean, what, what look, mean? I think, I think you, you made the right decision at quarterback mostly because the other guy I don't think is the guy. I don't think Darnold's the guy, and I think you I have know. enough evidence of that. Let me, let you me, haven't let seen me, anything from okay. Wilson yet. I accept that. Okay. Um, one, um, you're agreeing with me because then, num- I mean, number one, um, I'm going to tell you guys I would – Go and you know how Larry knows how much I love Sam Donald. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's a part of me that that yeah, it's like I'm cutting myself. They made the right decision. This kid stood a first first time out there. Okay, and with what you thought was going to be a strength against the Panthers, uh, a revamped offensive line. Uh, Larry astutely pointed out that yeah, okay, we may they may have been revamped. Okay, but number one, you hadn't seen all five of them together. So really, that all five of them, or six of them, we should say, um, really had their first real in-game action together. That's tough. You know, um, rookies and, and you know even some veterans. I mean, five guys who that's like five. Larry, that's like five dudes. That, getting on the court, we never played, and we're going to go play against a professional team to a certain extent. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, But in terms of standing, you know, standing in the pocket, um, if you want to call it running for his his life, pocket uh, manipulation, uh, keeping his eyes downfield, his off-schedule throws are ridiculous. His ac- his accuracy, like there was there was a play. I can honestly say, I think it was an an out on the goal line that Sam Donald had, and I really don't want to compare. Zach Wilson makes that throw, and it don't even hurt for me to say that. I'm not worried about the quarterback. I hear you, okay? Chris, and we're up against the clock, so I got to run. Thanks for the phone call. I will say this, Gordon. Um, 
Well, we have a touchdown now. We'll see if this stays. I'm, I'm afraid to say anything <laughs> for the Raiders. <laughs> Wait until everybody's off the field. And I didn't want to go for two. Stop yourself. Just just get out of there. Um, Gordon, here, I will say this, that it looks as though that the arm talent from Zach Wilson, just one game I'm looking at, right? the arm talent from Zach Wilson, it looks like, the things he can control, he does a better job than Darnold did. And and I look at the part, even where he, there was one play, Gordon, where he, he moved his eyes to move the, the secondary out of the way and came back to another receiver. And Gordon, we talked all the time about how Sam Darnold stared his receivers down. And pre, I, the, the new fancy term now is redlining. But how he predetermined where he was going. And even with under the duress that Zach Wilson was under, for one or two plays, he even had the time and in his mindset to do that. Not a perfect quarterback, got a lot to work on every week. The thing you love about him is he's always in the film room, so he's going to get better, and he will be he will learn a lot this week <laughs> from Bill yeah, Belichick. Yeah, he'll well, learn a lot this week. Absolutely. Uh, look, I I would agree with the point. I just don't agree with the reasoning, right? Like if you're telling me I would rather have Zach Wilson than Sam Darnold, absolutely agree. But to think that you have to think that Zach Wilson has proven anything, and you know for sure this guy is the guy at this point, I think is is almost silly. I mean, in the first half, he was 0 for 4 on third down. He was 0 for 4 against the Blitz. He was 0 for 7 against uh, under duress. He was 0 for 4 on play action, and he was 0 for 3 on deep passes, more than 15 yards. So let's let, again, let the kid play. Let him learn. Let him grow. We'll find out together over the time. And I will agree with you that it would be impossible to evaluate him based on the play of the offensive line, which was putrid. That's not on him. But that said, you still have to give him more time before we can make any evaluations because all the people who are saying right now that Zach Wilson is definitely this or definitely that, I'm sure that the same people that said that Sam Darnold was definitely this and definitely that and that Mark Sanchez was definitely this or definitely that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But at this point, Gordon, uh, you know, Jet fans are hungry. Oh, They're hungry I, for I quarterback. completely they, understand you know, it. They, they, this is – they're, all they want is a competent quarterback, Absolutely. and they haven't had one since, what, Brett Favre? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Chad Pennington, right? I mean, yeah, it's been a while. You know? No, absolutely. And, and look, I like him. Uh, if I, you know, if out of the guys that I have seen so far, I don't think that there's any reason not to like him. I just think that, you know, one game. I mean, remember yeah, after Sam's first game, right? I mean, yeah, it's a we were all no back pages and everything else. All right. All right, my friend. Be good on the radio. See you tomorrow at 7. Remember, Sounds good, Larry. o'clock tomorrow. All right. All right. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York Tonight. Jake, Brian, thank you very much. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.